Welcome back uh, to the Dynamite Weekly Podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Barton, and I'm here with Joe Rybant. Hey there. How is everybody? And uh, <laughs> we're recording this over the Memorial Day uh, holiday weekend, so I hope everybody's having a good uh, Memorial Day weekend. And, Absolutely. Uh, we're actually recording it on Memorial Day, so we expect everyone to uh, pass this along to at least one more person to make our, our holiday uh, efforts worthwhile. Yes, definitely. Uh, well, let's go ahead and talk about uh, this coming weekend. Let's just go ahead and fast forward the whole week. We've got Wizard World Philadelphia coming up. And uh, Dynamite's got a couple uh, a couple things going on this weekend. Absolutely, yeah. We have a couple of panels, um, and I don't have that panel information back in front of me because uh, my computer's downstairs. But uh, at the Dynamite site um, and in the emailer this week, you're going to be able to find out where the panels are. Uh, and, of course, if you're going to the show, it'll be all, all be in the program book and everything. But Dynamite has a booth, and we have two panels. The first panel um, is on Saturday, and I think it's at noon. Yeah, it's at 11, uh, it's 11 a.m. Okay, 11, 11 to noon. And uh, who's going to be there is uh, Brian Reed, um, Jim Kruger, uh, a couple of our Dynamite uh, creators, writers, and then also some special guests, um, Eduardo Sanchez, Greg Hale. Um, I'm not sure if Jamie Nash is going to be there. I think he is. And Robert Napton. And those four guys all together are going to be making an announcement with of a project that we're going to be working on them with uh, this year. And, of course, a couple of those guys, the big reason – uh, that you might recognize those names. If you don't recognize the names, you recognize the movie. They're the guys responsible for the Blair Witch Project, among other things. They've done a lot of other stuff, but that's their their biggest um, claim to fame uh, to date. But uh, and of course, Robert Napton is also a writer for us. He's written uh, the current Battlestar Galactica origin series, focusing on Adama. So there's going to be a big announcement at that panel on Saturday, and then on Sunday, um, Garth Ennis is making a rare convention appearance. Uh, he's going to be in town. Uh, he's going to be signing at the Dynamite booth, and he's going to be closing the Philly show with a panel where he's going to be making a couple of announcements. Uh, one is a project. Actually, both are projects that he's doing for us, um, and then we'll have a couple of other announcements, Dynamite-centric, at either one of those panels. We might save them for Garth's panel. Or we might do them on Saturday. So. Uh, and, of course, we're also there all weekend. We have a booth. We have convention exclusives. We have the signings at the booth. Uh, it's going to be a pretty good time. So if you're in the tri-state area or, or even further and you're coming into Philadelphia, great city for a convention. I do a lot of conventions every year, and i got to say Philadelphia is one of my favorites because you've got the market right across the street, great places to eat, great places to drink, um, cool city. Uh, so if you're in the area, come on by and say hello to the, uh, the Wizard Show and the Dynamite booth. Very cool. Cool. I hate that I'm not going to be there, but Philly's a little bit of a drive from Raleigh, North Carolina. So. <laughs> right. Well, I imagine you'll be at, you'll be at Heroes Con, Chris. I think we've talked about that, and um, I don't know if we'll be exhibiting at Heroes Con, but I think we might try and get down there. A couple of us might try and get down there, and then that next week, I think it's it's busy convention season. It's it's definitely kicked off. But that next week after Heroes Con, I think is the Chicago Con, where again. I think we may be uh, exhibiting, uh, have a booth at the Chicago Con as well, but more details on that to come. Yeah, cool, awesome. Well, speaking of Garth Ennis, you know, talking about him being in Philly, uh, we can segue that into talking about the Eisner Awards. We we uh, haven't had a chance to talk about those, and uh, and Ennis and and um, and how it goes, Derek Robertson have been the boys have been nominated for uh, Eisner Award. Yeah, which is fantastic. You know. Um, I think we've, you know, as long as we've been around as a publishing entity, last year we were nominated for um, Best New Series with The Lone Ranger. 
uh, this year uh, what is the best continuing series for the boys, and then John Cassidy got a got a, a nod for um, his cover work on the Lone Ranger as well as his work for Marvel. And we're always, you know, it's it's nice to be, you know, the cliche is it's nice to be nominated, and it certainly is. Um, I think it'd be really great if the boys won this year because the boys has got one of those great stories where. You know all the all the stuff that went on with Wildstorm, and then coming to us, and then the success with us, and you know we've been working with Garth and, and Derek now, I guess, going into our first year, um, and it's great to be nominated. Uh, so thanks to the judges and uh, anyone that's eligible to vote in the emailer. Uh, the last couple Dynamite emailers are on the site. There's some information on how you can vote if you're a uh, a pro, as they say, um, and also retailers. Uh, we have any retailers listening. Um, or any fans listening that want to encourage their, their retailers to go ahead and, and vote for the boys and the Eisners, uh, we would certainly appreciate it because uh, we're rooting for those guys this year. Yeah, there's a group of us at our local shop. We've been getting on our retailer to uh, to be pushing the boys quite a bit and, and get his votes in. So. Yeah, so, you know, and, and, and the, boys is, uh, the boys is humming along. You know, we're, we're on our multiple printings of the trades, and I think you're probably going to segue into uh, – talking about the definitive edition that, oh, yeah. that we're doing. Um, you know, it, it's a great book. Um, it's a joy to read uh, Garth's scripts, you know, months in advance. I think he just, let's see, what issue did we just, i got to look at my rack here. Um, I do have a, a comic rack at home. With all the books. <laughs> let's see. Um, what issue is this? 18. Uh, we just sent 19 off to press. I think Garth has written, he's about three or four or five issues ahead. I think he's written up in the mid-20s. Um, and yeah, we're doing the definitive edition. So, um, what is that? A uh, uh, late, uh, early fall, late September, early November is what we're looking at, and that's going to be a big hardcover collection of what's in the first two trades. Um, we're debating and trying to figure out whether it's going to be slipcased or not. I'm pushing, pushing for that. Um, if you're familiar with the um, what are they called? Uh, the DC books. The, the absolutes. Uh, yeah, if you're familiar with the absolute editions, and I have a couple on my shelf. I mean, they're they're great. They're great editions. They're definitive editions. Um, you know, you, you don't you don't need anything else if you want that big brick of a book. You know, a little bit oversized and some extras in there. We're working with Garth and Derek on what's going to go into the definitive edition. But I'll also say that our creative team is very concerned with. Not looking, you know, not not looking opportunistic. You know, if if you have the trades, or you have the issues. There's not, you know, there's going to be stuff in here that wasn't in those trades, but nothing that changes the story or changes your enjoyment of the book. You know, this is kind of something if someone wants to spend the seventy five hundred bucks for the definitive edition, have it on their shelf and kind of a, a keepsake collection. That's their choice. If you just want to have the trades, or you collect the single issues. There's a little bit something for everyone. Cool. Now, this is Dynamite's first uh, definitive, definitive edition, right? Yeah, and it's going to set the stage for what we're probably going to do with Project Superpowers, um, which I was speaking with Alex Ross last week and just saying, you know, start thinking about what we want to put in the, the eventual collection. Now, Superpowers, of course, is eight issues, the first story arc, zero through seven, eight issues. Uh, we're not sure if we're going to break that up into two trades or if we're going to do one hardcover. So we're starting to think about that. But we'll probably do some sort of big edition of, um, of Project Superpowers uh, in a definitive form, you know, the slipcase and the oversized and a few extras in there. So well, That'd be very nice, very nice. I know I know fans are going up, just jumping up and down right now just hearing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, you know, we're – you know, maybe something we talked about doing something like that with Red Sonia. I mean, you know, we're we 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 have the trade paperback program. We do hardcovers every once in a while. 
Um, we've done four volumes of Red Sonia hardcovers. We've done Raise the Dead in hardcover. Um, you know, a little something for everyone. I think there's there's people out there that like hardcovers on their shelves. There's people out there that want just beaten up trade paperbacks to read on their shelves. And there's people that still keep the single issues, you know. And I think a project like Project Superpowers or, or The Boys probably has a little bit from everyone. So Cool. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and slide into Ask Dynamite. We've got one letter this week. Um, and each week, uh, or as available, we'll pull a letter and answer it here uh, on the mailer or on the podcast here. And you can send all of your letters to letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. And be sure to mark them okay to print or to or okay to read. talk about. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Lewis here writes, said, I think, uh, I think you are a terrific comic book company and a great alternative to the big two, DC and Marvel. Uh, your titles, especially the Lone Ranger Project, Superpower Zoro, and Red Sonia, are my f- uh, definitely my favorites. However, I do have a complaint: uh, the inconsistency, the inconsistency of my talking, also of the Lone Ranger book coming out. Is Dynamite going to have issues come out? Uh, I have reviewed the last two previews and no mention of the mysterious masked rider of the planes. Please get back on track. And this has been an outstanding comic book, not only in the writing but the terrific colors. Keep uh, uh, keep it up at Dynamite. Yeah, you know, I, I we get a lot of letters in, and obviously it's easier to pull the letters where everyone's um, all happy, right? Exactly. Uh, but I do like this is this was a great letter. Guy, guy was very, you know, was 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 very complimentary, but also asking a very serious question um, that we don't want to shy away from, and we want to get the information out there as, as much as possible. Yes, Lone Ranger has had scheduling difficulties. I think um, everyone can acknowledge that. We certainly can. Um, that being said, what we have been doing since the book has not been solicited is Sergio and Brett and John and uh, Marcelo and Simon, our, our creative team, have all been working to get issues, as they say, in the can. So um, 12 and 13 are done. 14 is being drawn. Uh, we solicited 12 for a July ship, 13 for an August ship, 14 for, will be for September, 15 for October. That will complete the next story arc. 16 um, is going to be a done-in-one from Brett, but I do believe Sergio is going to be drawing that. And then we have another Lone Ranger and Tonto special. So the plan is, and of course they say the best laid plans or whatever they say about that, (laughs) um, the plan is from from July, from summer until fall, until the end of the year, there will be some monthly Lone Ranger product. We'll be getting the second trade out there that uh, completes up through 11. We may do a definitive edition of 1 through 11 because that's kind of the first year's worth of Lone Ranger stories. And then we have a couple of other Lone Ranger projects in the works. Um, it has not been forgotten, but what we didn't want to do is what happened last time was, was solicit the book and not be able to get the book out in the month that it's supposed to be, and then those delays just end up piling up and piling up so it is coming we thank everyone for their patience we do think the book is worth the wait you know i know that's a cliche as well but we do think the book is worth the wait um and we do uh all is is moving forward to get you lone ranger monthly starting in july that's great that's awesome um let's go ahead and uh dynamite in the news we've got a couple of reviews uh we've got one for the boys number 18 this one's from comics waiting room uh, it says, sure, the outer shell is still hard and crunchy, and uh, see the red wing sequence for that uh, from the last issue. Uh, for uh, let's see, but now when you bite into the issues of the boys, you're getting a lot more substance than when you uh, you got the first book or when the f- book first got underway. Uh, Ennis just snuck that one right past everyone. Yeah, I think I think Mark over at Comics Waiting Room is a, is a very um, very astute uh, critic of our work. I, I like his site and I like his reviews. 
Um, even when he's even when he's negative, which he's not here, but even when he's negative, I think that there's there's a lot that you can certainly take from it and say, oh yeah, I can see it that way. But with this, he's spot on because when when I first read the boys before it was even there was even a hint that it was going to be a dynamite project when it just number one came out. Big fan of, of Garth Ennis, big fan of Derek's. Um, you know, I didn't know where it was going. I know that the marketing said one thing, but the book itself turned into something else. I think, and again, getting the benefit of reading the work in advance before, you know, the fan sees it on the stands, before Derek, you know, at the same time Derek sees it as well, uh, but before he draws it, um, I know where this is heading, and it's it's really, as, as Mark said, it, it's a story of, of people, and, um, you know, Garth is still having a lot of fun doing that story, and he throws all of that, as Mark says, crusty stuff on top, um, but uh, it's really turning into something very different, I think, than people thought when it started. Yeah, I've had the opportunity of uh, passing out the uh, trade that I, the first trade that I have of it to a couple guys at the at my office, and they're all like, you know, shock and all type type um, reaction to the first trade. And then I started handing them uh, this uh, the rest of the issues in, in monthly format, and and they're like, well, this is not the same book that I read, you know, in the, in the trade format, and it, it has grown, and it has, I think, it definitely has, is shocked uh, quite a few people as being more than what it was on the surface. So yeah. But with with all that same sick, twisted shite, you know, that, yeah, exactly. that, that you would, that you want and that you would come to expect, you know, and I, I think that's what makes it so great, and I think that's why it has its fan base, and, um, you know, I, I don't think anyone should have been surprised, you know, in the long run, based on what Garth's been doing for the last, you know, what, 15, 15 years or so. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. If I do say so myself, great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Broken Frontier uh, talks about Project Superpowers number three. It says that Project Superpowers is more than just the resurrection of a group of Golden Age heroes. It's, it's an exploration of humanity behind power. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, we've seen a lot of mixed things about Project Superpowers, um, but I think big projects like that in general get a lot of mixed reviews, you know, um, and, and Alex and Jim with their track record, they, they, people, you know, say that they do certain things over and over again or whatever, but, but they do explore these themes. And I think that that's what is interesting about superhero books and, and guys and tights and all that kind of stuff is, is why do people do the things they do? And if this power existed, how would the world be different? And, and that is one of the themes that's being explored in Project Superpowers using these characters is, you know, how is the world different when people have the power of flight or the power of invulnerability or the power, you know, the very smart, whatever. The world changes, and it's not a quote-unquote realistic take on superheroes, but it's got that as a theme. And that was, again, another nice observation from the, from the critics that do look beyond just the, the Ross Kruger name or the artist or, or all that stuff and kind of explore the things that the project in the book is, is trying to do. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think that's about all all that I have uh, for us today. Uh, is there any, you know, we, we talked about earlier that, we, that uh, Wizard World Philly is coming up, and we're going to try and get on the phone with one another uh, sometime this weekend. Yeah, and, Chris, has, Chris, has my, uh, Chris has my cell number. He's going to try and call me um, Friday, and what I think we'll do is Chris will give me a call, and I'll, I'll tell him – uh, you know, swear him to secrecy. I'll tell him the things that we're going to announce, and then what we'll do is we'll have those recorded, and then Monday, um, you will the you the you the listener will be able to uh, to find out at the same time as the rest of the world what went on at Wizard World Philly. 
Um, you, what you can do during Wizard World, World Philly, of course, is you can check uh, sites like Newsarama or the Wizard site because a lot of this panel news is going to happen, like, you know, say the, um, the Blair Witch guys on Saturday. That announcement's going to be up probably five minutes after the panel is over or five minutes after they say the name of the project, you know. So, uh, but we'll give you a little bit more insight in the weeks to come on what these things mean uh, for the listeners here of the Dynamite Podcast. So, yeah, Chris is going to Chris is going to call me. It might be a madhouse. I have no idea. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't, uh, I haven't done a convention um, in a while. Last one we did where we physically had a space was Baltimore of last year, and that went very well. So uh, Philly is right in our backyard, so hopefully – this will go just as smoothly, but uh, never say never. I don't know, something like that. You know, uh, uh, again, the best laid plans, I think. So yeah, we'll, we'll uh, try. Yeah. We'll try and get something to work out. Hopefully, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess that'll do it for uh, this conversation here with the two of us. And, and uh, when you come back from the break, everyone, we'll we'll go over the the books that are coming out this week and uh, what's what else is coming out in the next couple weeks. All right. We'll talk to everyone soon. Let's take a look at this week's new releases. These books will be hitting the shelves a day later this Thursday on May 29th, 2008. So be sure to get out to your local comic book shop and pick them up. And be sure after you pick up these or any other Dynamite book to head over to the Dynamite Entertainment message board. You can find the uh, message boards at dynamiteentertainment.com forward slash boards. This week we have three new books hitting the shelves. First one is Army of Darkness Xena, Why Not? Number 3 by Lehman and Montenegro. The crossover that no one asked for or expected continues. Too big for the movie or t- television screen, Dynamite presents the ultimate Why Not? tale as Ash and the Army of Darkness meet Xena, the warrior princess, in the third issue of this four-part miniseries event. The case of mistaken identity gone horribly wrong continues as Xena and Gabriella find themselves caught up in the insanity that follows Ash wherever he goes, and while the main man himself finally bumps into Otterlikus. When these two idiots meet, there's bound to be a fight. Plus, the fairies make their move. The next book coming out this week is New Battlestar Galactica's Season Zero, Number 8 by Jura and Herbert. Now, the full season of 12 issues, thanks to fan support, issue 8 of Season 0 continues the brand new storyline by writer Brandon Jura and artist Jackson Herbert. In this issue, there's more than one conspiracy afoot when the humans and the human model Cylons both find dissent in their ranks. The big picture is coming into a sharper focus as... And the closer Adama looks, the uglier it gets. Meanwhile, this at least one Galactica crew member starts down a path of inevitable destiny. And the final Dynamite book we have coming up this week is Darkness vs. Eva, Daughter of Dracula, number 3, by Repion, Moore, and Salazar. Top Cow and Dynamite are at it again, this time pitting the darkness against the ass-kicking daughter of Dracula and slayer of all things evil and undead, Eva. As these two meet for the first time ever. Now as our third issue opens, Jackie and Eva face off in a battle for the very power of the darkness as the rest of the underworld seeks to protect itself from the nasty things unleashed by Count Orlock. And coming soon from Dynamite, you can be sure to check out Lone Ranger number 12, Red Sonya number 34, Zoro number 4, Project Superpowers number 4, New Battlestar Galactica Origins number 6, Man with No Name number 2, The Boys number 19, and much, much more. 
Well, that'll do it for us at the Dynamite Entertainment Weekly Podcast, and I hope you've enjoyed yourself this episode. I was glad to have Joe back on the show. Be sure to check back here next week when we have a special call from Joe from the floor of Wizard World Philly as he fills us in on all that Dynamite will be uh, revealing. Uh, if you can uh, reach us at dynamiteentertainment.com, you can email us at letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call one eight 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 comic book.